Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Chris Donald, the CEO and managing partner of Inbox Army, who specialise in email marketing and automation. Uh, this week, we're having a masterclass in email marketing segmentation. Thanks for downloading. Segmentation of your email audience is one of the most powerful targeting tools we have. Sending the right email to the right person at the right time can lead to better sales and more leads. So this week, we're having a segmentation masterclass from Chris Donald, who's the CEO and managing partner of Inbox Army, who specialise in email marketing and automation. Now, Chris talks about how important segmentation is and offers us a few tips on how to improve delivery and open rates and clicks and things like that. Chris also explains how looking deeply at your unsubscribe segment is essential. I learned something, definitely. Uh, you can find Chris on the Inbox Army website, also LinkedIn as well. Check out the links in the show notes. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is ad-free? I'd love it if you could give the pod a quick shout on social media. Subscribe via your favourite podcast app. You can check out more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Chris was to kind of define what email marketing segmentation is. All right. So good question. Um, So segmentation uh, is setting up buckets, let's say, Hmm. uh, to put specific people in them based on actions, inactions, uh, data points. So they may You know, if they're a customer, you should have a customer segment. These are all my customers. And these are all my prospects over here, right? Non-customers. That's a simple, you know, kind of a break of of customer and non-customer. And you should because you want to talk to them differently. Yeah. So, and that's generally why you create segments is either for testing or because you want to send different messages and in this day and age, they shouldn't be... A lot of people think of segments as separate lists. Yeah. And I don't like them thinking that way because a list is generally static. Sure. Which means if you have a bunch of static lists with, okay, here's my list of customers and here's my list of prospects and here's my list of people who bought this and here's my people who haven't opened an email in 90 days and here's whatever it is. Yeah. Well, those need to be managed then, right? Because sure. they're static. If you make them dynamic, in other words, if people haven't opened an email in 90 days, they should flow into this segment dynamically. If they buy something and they're not a customer and they become a customer, they should flow into the customer segment. Yeah. Um, and that way they self-manage and you there's a lot less work for you, right? And the one thing right. in this world that nobody has enough of is time. Yeah. So, so, so you see, so you kind of see... Um, segmentation is completely fluid. It changes all the time. Oh, absolutely, right? The people yeah. in the segments come and go. Yeah. Right? Just like the people on your list come and go. New people come, other people unsubscribe for a myriad of reasons. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people always worry, you know, like, let's hide the unsubscribe link at the bottom and put a big yeah. space and make it in light gray and, you know, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, And I'm like, look, if somebody wants to go, let them go. Yeah, yeah, I'm you with know, you on that. Keeping yeah. them, keeping them beyond, uh, you know, uh, 
against their will <laughs> gives you nothing. There's no benefit to it, right? No, no. Uh, you, you, so, you'd, you're better off having a having a list which is full of people who are actually interested in what you do, aren't you? Yeah, you know, I, I say this a thousand times. A smaller engaged list beats a large unengaged list every time. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's. I always tell people, you know, the people who don't want to hide that and, you know, or keep reaching out to people after they've been on the list but not opened an email in three years. Yeah. I, I say that's kind of like that creepy boyfriend who still comes by the house and, hey, how are you? You <laughs> yeah. know, and, and you hide behind yeah. the couch and with, pull the shades and, yeah. Uh, so, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get rid of them. Yeah, d- delete. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's okay. Yeah, you, yeah, you mentioned actions and inactions. Um, the yeah. people take what sort of what sort of things are we talking about people doing apart from just like well, buying stuff yeah so it could be um, you know it could be that they're a customer but it could be they buy certain things or it could be that when they purchase they always use a discount code so some people yeah. are discount buyers and some people are brand buyers and some people are they don't care whether it's on sale or not they're buying sure. it yeah right um, in this day and age, with the economy and the insanity, there's a lot of a lot of discount buyers out there. By the way, yeah, yeah. Um, but it could be, um, you know, they've opened an email in the past thirty days, or they've clicked an email in the past thirty days. Um, it could be uh, that they've, you know, one of the things we like to do is we call these almost buyer segments, right? Sure. So what we do is we take. We take everybody who's gone through the welcome series and didn't buy, because there's usually a discount. I'm talking about yeah. e-commerce sites, certainly, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, who went through the the welcome series and didn't buy, went through the card abandonment series and didn't buy, maybe went through the browse abandonment series yeah. and didn't buy. So they were close, right? They subscribed. There was interest, so they got the welcome. They actually put something in their cart or started to check out, but yeah. stopped. And then the people who come back multiple times looking at the same product that kicks off a browse message. Yeah. So we like to put those in a segment, and every 30 days we send a special email just to them because we know they were close, but they still hadn't purchased. And the discount is generally a two-phased. It's one is they have they were a customer before, but they've they've done one of these three things and it failed, right? Yeah. So we may offer them a discount, but if they were never a customer, they've never purchased, well, the discount we offer might be higher Yeah. because we want to create a customer because we know that 42% of customers, first-time buyers, buy again, which means that first purchase is really important. Sure. Right. So, um, But there's a myriad of reasons depending on your business. Yeah, right? of course, yeah. It could yeah. be how you categorize them because they buy a certain category of things. Yeah. Um, it could be because they buy a certain brand of products. Um, there's lots of reasons, depending on how uh, sort of sophisticated your program is. Not everybody would need all these types of things. Of course. Right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. active and inactive is really important because yeah. you want to test against them differently. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and everybody should have at least have customers, non-customers, active and inactives. Cool. At least, <laughs> right? Because some people say, well, I only sell one thing. Why do I need segments? Sure, of course, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So how, how important do you think it is to the success of, a, of an email marketing campaign? Should every email pretty much be sent to some sort of segment? Should we, should we never send an email to the whole list in one go? No, no, no. I think there are plenty of opportunities mm. where you can send to the whole list, especially during like big sales, yeah. know, Christmas sales and Black yeah. Friday and depending on which country, you might have specific sales that are big in those countries on sure. certain days. Um, so a lot of those, um, you know, you might send them to everybody. But generally, even if you're going to send them to everybody, I still like to send them by segment many times, or at least send to the actives, and then later, you know, three, four hours, or even the next day, send mm. to the inactives, right? Depending yeah. on if you have a time frame for the, for the sale. Yeah. Um, because you still learn from that, right? Of course. Um, and and so there are times that you send to everybody, but you still might do multiple sends. You just send to everybody in separate, yeah. you know, maybe three or four sends. Yeah. How um, do you feel about kind of like the, the follow-up email, sort of like I've, I've sent a campaign, I've sent something to somebody, it, it could be in a segment, it could be the whole list, and then I mm-hmm. check, say, a week later to see, and I send something to everybody who hasn't opened that email. How do you feel about that type of thing? I think it, it it can work really well, especially on the e-commerce side. And mm. Actually, pretty much on any side, e-commerce shows, it tends to show the revenue quicker in that. You know, on a B2B, it might be, because we do, generally when we do a send for a client, as long as they're not sending multiple emails in a week, if they send once a week, then three days later, uh, we send that same email out with a new subject line uh, to everybody who didn't open it the first time. Yeah, because just just changing the subject line can 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 make a huge difference, yeah. can't it? A massive uh, difference. Absolutely. Or even here here's the thing I always tell people: there are four things in there are four things mostly. There's actually five, but there are four things that mostly get that affect people opening an email. And and the fifth one, I'll tell you what it is now. It's yeah, previous perceived value. Right. So. Right, so if you got an emails and you open them and you always find they're good, yeah. Well, sometimes it doesn't matter what the subject line is. You're going to open the email. Yes, of course. Because yeah. You like the company. You like the whatever it might be. It might yeah. be your emails that you send out about a podcast because they like your podcast. Yeah. So they're going to open yeah. it no matter what how cool the, the yeah, subject yeah. line is. But the four things are who it's from. Do we know them? Do we like them? Do we? Yeah. You know, um, the subject line preheader. Yeah. Right. So, is the subject line enticing enough? Is it interesting enough for it to get me to open the email? Yeah. And then the day it's sent to me and the time it's sent to me, and those things are a lot more important than people think they are. So, you know, sure. one of the things we do is we test day of send, time of send, and we we always audit at every quarter to go, you know, what days and times are doing the best because we've sent multiple days, multiple times because we test things. Um, and it can have a huge impact on engagement. And what's really interesting is, you know, on B2B emails, the rule was always send Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday right. at 11 o'clock, isn't, wasn't it? Tuesday, it was, it was like, that was like the God hour, right, for the longest time. Yeah. Um, but the idea was you don't send Monday because they just got to work. There's a bunch of crap in front of them. Yep. And they're they're going to ignore it anyway. And then Friday, they're halfway out the door. So yep. you don't want to send it to them on Friday. Yeah. But what we found years ago was, probably about eight, nine years ago, is B2B emails, Saturdays, 
about 80% of the time do extremely well. Right. They, they have maybe the same or maybe a one or two percentage less open rates. Yeah. But the click to open rates are, can be significantly higher because on the B2B side, first of all, well, certainly in the U.S. and other countries as hmm. well, but not so much in other countries, some other countries. Hmm. In the U.S., people in business, they check their email on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And especially owners of businesses. That's not unusual at all. Yeah. Yeah. I check my email. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that you have on the weekend that you don't have during the week is time to click and read something or look at something. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we found was that, and that's why the click to open rate, in other words, the people who did open it clicked at a higher rate because they actually had time to actually go look at something. Yeah. Now, it doesn't work all the time, but it works 75, 80% of the time. And it's a great thing to test. And just because it doesn't work once, so. I know this isn't about testing, but when mm, you segment sure. you're going to send and you're going to do something, you're generally testing. Um, just because something doesn't work once doesn't mean you shouldn't keep trying Tried it again. a couple yeah, of times, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And the same thing goes for if you have success once, doesn't mean that's going to work every time. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Testing tends to be a moment in time in a lot of things, right? So, yeah. um, you know, things that work forever, COVID rolled around and broke everything. Yeah, of course I mean, it did. It, yeah, yeah. It broke so much stuff. It yeah. wasn't funny. You know, yeah. we, we did a lot of work for a large travel site, right? Sure. And because nobody was traveling, you know, they called us and say, hey, we're going to kind of roll back our hours with you. And, you know, we're not going to yeah. be sending out a lot of emails. And I said, well, is there anything that needs to be cleaned up? Is a good time to do it? No, I think yeah. we're okay. Yeah. And this is no this is no lie. I got off the call. And it couldn't have been more than two minutes, and I get an email from that travel site saying, it's a great time to travel. Book now. Because <laughs> it was an automation. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's still going. And I said, yeah. And yeah so I, I called her back, and I said, I think there's a problem, right? <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, uh, how do you, how do you kind of like manage if you've got a lot of segments and, and you, you're moving people in and out of things all the time? How do you manage the fact that you could end up with people in no segment and they never get an email. Does that happen? Well, it, I've seen it happen because they were set up badly, right? Right, yeah. So it's where right. the strategy the comes in. Is, yeah. Right, right, right. So, and sometimes you can over-segment. Yes. As well. Uh, yeah, and send an so, email to like three people. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So I always tell people, there needs to be a goal and a reason for the segmentation. Sure. Right? There needs yeah. to be a reason. What yeah. is it? Yeah. Right? And just because you can create a segment doesn't mean you should. Yes. Because, right? I mean, because I see it. It's like, I'll go yeah. into a thing, it'll be like 70 segments and in, in, in yeah. anywhere from 15 people to 10,000, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I say, well, how many times do you send to these segments? Oh, we've never sent to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then why do you have them? Once why are they cluttering up your workspace? And 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 when you have that many, you know, we're, human beings run email marketing programs. AI can't do it yet. And it probably sure. never will. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and because humans do this, humans make mistakes. And the more things you put in front of them to accidentally choose yeah. from, the higher chances there's going to be a mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and the other thing is. Name them 
name the segment something that makes sense no matter who it is looking at it. None of this, you know, abbreviations and, 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 and <laughs> you're, acronyms. You're in, you're and, the C one four nine six segment, yeah, yeah. and nobody, yeah, 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 nobody knows what it means, really. Yeah, the, yeah, the last yeah, guy yeah. who worked there knows what it meant, but he was yeah. fired or he left for another <laughs> job or, and and so yeah, yes, been there. And, yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. and so. You know, you can you can over-segment, certainly. Yeah, it's yeah. always best just to do the search on the segment. What are the rules based on it? And, and most systems will tell you how many people are going to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it needs to be large enough to make sense. Yes, of course. Yeah. How do you tend to... I mean, do, when you measure return on investment... Uh, and you, and you try and measure the success of of the campaigns you're sending out. Do you kind of like build that into the strategy and the foundation right at the beginning, so we know what we've got to measure before we even start? Yes, absolutely. Because measure because measuring clicks is not really much use, is it? A click is, or or measuring. Well, a, a click is just some. In, it's it's, it's a, a minor intent. Yeah. Right. It's a minor intent. Um, that's why, like, opens are pretty useless nowadays. Yeah, yeah of right? course. Yeah. The only thing opens are pretty are, are good for, to a point, is uh, when you're looking at deliverability, just to go... Because in most of these systems, you can segment out Apple Mail users and yeah. that stuff. So you can, you can... Those ones that are inflated, for sure. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, you can segment them out and get a good read on for sure. helping with deliverability, maybe. Right? Yeah. Um, but it needs to... You know, one of the things that I like, so if you're spending money in a bunch of different social and different places that are driving traffic to fill your funnels, right? Yeah. So one of the things I like to do is segment by source or at least tag by source. Right. So that you can say, show me everybody in this segment uh, that's uh, or in this source that subscribed this month and made a purchase. Right. Yeah. And yeah. do that with each one. And so... What you find out is these sources, while one source may drive a lot of subscribers, those subscribers don't buy at a high rate. Yeah, yeah. But one of the other sources that drives less, but those subscribers convert at a higher rate. Yeah. Right? So what that tells you is if you can spend more money and drive more from this group over here that you're currently not spending a lot of money on because not a lot come from there, they're actually high value, so if you can find a way to get more of them, then it's going to help your program. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so segmenting by source is really, really good, and for both B two B and B two C. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I suppose I'm, I'm working out what the sales are from particular campaigns. Are, are you getting any yeah. sales? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you getting any sales from a specific from specific segments? Because you you might have this wonderful segment which you think's like fabulous, and it, it doesn't actually drive you any business. No, you know it's it's funny. Sometimes people will go, "We have this our super customer segment, which mm. is people who have bought you know, five times or more, ten times yeah. or more." Yeah. And and interestingly enough, they don't perform as well as the other segments because they've bought so much. Right. Yes. I mean, it's it, it's you you kind yeah. of think they would do more, but they but don't, don't necessarily, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we have one client that the inactive group outperforms clicks and conversions better than the active group. Right. The other thing we like to look at is look at so you can segment by unsubscribe. Sure. Which is odd, right? 
Yeah. Most people don't do that. No. Because, you know, one of the things that a lot of companies do when, you know, sales are flat is they'll send more emails. Yeah. Yes. Because they always make more money, money. right? Yeah, yeah. And there's lots of people out there that say, send more email, make more money, yeah. just be smart. We had a client that had, um, that sort of did that. They got advice and sent more emails, so they sent more emails. Revenue went up. Yeah. Right? Activity, every, revenue went up. It went up like 10, 12%. It was really good. They made mm. pretty good money already. And they're like, well, this is great. But after like a, two or three months, they the, the revenue started dropping. Yeah. It kept dropping. And it dropped all the way back to where it was, even though they were sending extra emails, and then it dropped below where it was. Yeah. And so, so they happened so, to call us, and they say, we need yeah. help with this. And I said, okay, yeah. well, so you've been sending more emails. Yeah. I said, okay. So have your unsubscribes gone up? He says, yeah, but just like by like a half a percent or one percent. Yeah. I said, okay. I said, well, have, who's unsubscribing? And he says, what do you mean? And I said, well, are they subscribers that I've never bought, or are they your best customers? Sure. And this, they just went silent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. once they went through it, they had lost like 60% of their most valued customers, customers. in yeah. four or five months, right? Yeah. Because they were hammering these people that didn't need to be hammered. Yeah. That's uh, really interesting, that is. I'd never actually thought of looking in that much depth at the unsubscribes. But it, no, it, it makes sense. No, there's a lot to tell you. Because if you can say, okay, show me everybody who's unsubscribed from within a 30-day period from when they subscribe. So mm. they subscribed, and within a month they unsubscribed. Yeah. And so did they buy and just leave? Or did they not buy and leave? Did they receive too many emails during that time? Where yeah. they may be in multiple automations as well as getting manual emails at yeah. that time. Yeah. You know, why why did why it did happen? Because sometimes yeah. you can find, you know, collision and automations. And when I say collision, meaning they're in multiple automations sure. at the same time. Yeah. So they're getting three emails at the same day. Yeah. Um, and, and so you can find that when people come in a certain or do a certain thing, they end up getting a bunch of emails and they end up subscribing. So you need to change it. Unsubscribing yeah. it, so you need yeah. to change it, right? Um, so, while unsubscribes, we don't like them, and most people don't look at them, mm. there is a wealth of valuable information there. Yeah, fabulous. Yeah, I could chat for ages on this because I do find it fascinating, uh, and I've learned something definitely, definitely with those unsubscribes. I'm going to look at my unsubscribes now. Um, <laughs> uh, Chris, um, where can we find you? Where can we find Inbox Army, which I think is a fabulous name? Yeah, it's funny. When we came up with the name, um, we just kept going through Inbox or email something, or yeah. and we found Inbox Army, and, and we had the idea of building a team, because we have a team of over 230 people now. Right. We clearly sure. are an army, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can find us at www.inboxarmy.com. Um, you can search for us on LinkedIn. We're there. Um, we have a YouTube channel. Pretty sure we're on Twitter and I don't know every place we're everywhere at, else. Yeah. Certainly, Inbox Army. You can go from inboxarmy.com and you can go from there. Yeah, fantastic. What I'll do is I'll leave those links in the show notes so folks can just tap on those um, whenever Great. they want. Fantastic, Chris. Thanks ever so much for your time. I really appreciate it. John, I appreciate it. I had a, an enjoyable time. It was great talking. 
Thanks to Chris for his time. Don't forget to check out all the links in the show notes. Give him a quick tap. If you've enjoyed the episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google. It's everywhere. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.